0: Meet the Kennedys at Lasseter's hole at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's Nursery for a stroll It's time to Neighbours CJ, Kate Let's get the Neighbours This is Neighbours, a special bonus episode in the middle of Hollywood with you. The, the PirateNet Studios are on the road I'm going to assume we're at Imogen Willis's favorite local cafe. <laughs> She's uh, based here as a lawyer to wrestlers or studying law. And I have a special guest. I have the probably most prestigious neighbours alumni to grace <laughs> the Pirate Net Studios. Stephanie McIntosh, aka Sky Mangle. Steph, how are you
1: going? Hi! Yay! Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Uh we like
0: we are in the middle. Of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: We literally are. We're on Bronson Avenue and Franklin Avenue. We're opposite the Scientology building. Oh really? Yep. See look look right behind you. Scient- the Church of Scientology oh. Celebrity Center.
0: They're gonna they're gonna sense my vulnerability and <laughs> Reel
1: me in. <laughs> I will not let that happen. <laughs> yeah, we are right amongst it. Uh, Hollywood Boulevard it is
0: just below us, and so we're going to hear we're going to hear the authentic traffic noises, and we're just going to lean into it. That's we're leaning
1: fine. into it. We're yeah. bringing you all here to LA with the traffic. We might even hear a siren. Uh, but Steph, so okay, life post neighbors, life post we're, neighbors, put me
0: right in it. What is it for you
1: right now? My world is my daughter.
0: Oh, I
1: have a almost three year old Miller. Um, best greatest gift on the planet Ah. can't get enough love her to pieces so between her and my baby daddy (laughs) um (laughs) we have been um all about family and and that for the last four years and gorgeous you know after Neighbours straight away i did the london thing uh which was great did a lot of music focused on the music over there for a bit i had a little bit of a bizarre scenario where uh, my manager, <laughs> who was looking after me when I was doing music in Neighbours, he he had an incident and he sort of, uh, for tax fraud, went, to prison.
0: Oh, is that the same, is that like Delta's manager? It was, oh, yeah. Oh my,
1: yes, I remember that story breaking. And that was a big one for me too. Um, sorry guys, there's a truck. <laughs> this is the real deal. We're out in the sunshine at a cafe. And also
0: I love that this cafe, whatever, we're just recording, who cares? No so one minds. It's, everyone's it, here for their own showbiz. things. There's
1: no judgement here, which is always nice. Yes. Might be a little fake at times, but there's I never never any judgement. I'll take fake. Yeah. Well, I'll take no judgement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, incident was yeah. not ideal. Obviously, um, when you're professionally working that closely with someone, and you and you have the success with that one person, and then it disappears, that was a lot. That was a hard. That was a hard time
0: for me. Especially and I, right at the start when it's all kind of kicking off.
1: Oh, it was peaking. I was at my peak. You know, I'd, I I I'm fortunate to be on Neighbours playing Sky, which I love. Had my debut record at the time had the Steph show there was a lot going on and it was a oh, it was Steph show that's right It was unfortunate timing with Glenn um and I was definitely very deeply affected by the whole situation but you know came up for air slowly but surely a little clueless and did the London thing without him which was quite bizarre Yeah and um sort of lost my confidence a little after that and then eventually but I was also in a full-time relationship back then Yeah with Nick at the time. So I also was very torn about leaving
0: Melbourne. I was a bit all over the shot, really. I, l- I love that you called it a full-time relationship. <laughs> so every now and then I wouldn't mind being in a part-time relationship.
1: <laughs> just going,
0: this is a lot. That
1: is so funny, I actually, that minute. I just even said that. I need full-time. a minute. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, what, I think it was funny because people used to always write, that date, that we were dating and it's like, no, we were together for nearly five years. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. it was proper. It was a proper you were just, relationship. You know, just going to the movies. Yeah, we just, you know, we just high-fived every now and then. <laughs> so yeah, I had a lot sort of holding me back too, um, personally, and that incident and all of it was just, you know, it sort of rained when it rains, it pours. And, but yeah, I guess to tie it up, I moved on, London, back to Melbourne, LA for a little second, back to Melbourne, yes.
0: and then finally moved here. London would totally have you back in a hot minute, I reckon, because they, they just they're so, they just embrace the neighbours' community. They do, I, yeah, and that's the thing. I didn't really capitalise on
1: it the way I probably wanted to because of circumstance, and I was pretty upset yeah. about the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I would definitely love to get back to London. Yes, excellent.
0: Well, okay, so you mentioned the album, which I – it's full of bangers. Oh, thank you. And I was, I've been thinking about this a lot lately <laughs> – Because, particularly, I think because of Taylor Swift lately. Love Taylor. Amazing. (laughs) And I love just that she's become this superstar. And with that new album that dropped, everyone immediately was like, I have to be the first person to say I don't like it because I I I have to look cool.
1: It's like, you know what? Pop music is fun and great. Oh, I'm so, I'm into that. I'm so glad you said that. You know, I unfortunately didn't feel that confident when I was doing my pop album. In in terms of singing, I did, but... um, and the release, but backing it as a genre that I loved, yeah. it was really hard ten years ago to say that. It's and, so not
0: cool. But it's not I the cool
1: thing. Listen, right here, I'll tell you now. I love Britney. Yes. <laughs> maybe not the old, no, maybe
0: not the new Britney, but old Britney, I was obsessed with. Britney's like our Madonna, our generation's Madonna. She's, I know she's
1: not the world's greatest singer or anything, but she's just such a good act. You know, she's a good yeah. pop act. But
0: even Taylor's like doesn't have the strongest voice. Love but, Taylor. Yeah. I just think
1: she's got some cool. The all her songs have just got something catchy about yes. them, and her voice just
0: cuts through. Like it you does. just can hear her speaking. But because with mistake, as soon as I, I mentioned to some friends the other day that I was going to try and catch up with you, and straight away one of them just started like some bloke just started belting out mistake. Aww. Like straight away he's like, yeah, that song. I'm like, people loved it I'm like why, where were you guys at the time why like why weren't you unashamedly <laughs> saying you loved it yeah speak up guys where were you oh <laughs> uh, thank you because it was in Summer Heights High
1: like that it was, was that was a highlight that, having Jemay sing my song that is so funny you say that too because <laughs> a lot of Americans now can identify oh yeah if they find out oh I did the singing neighbors and all that stuff and yeah. they find out on their own account the first thing they talk to me about is Jamae. <laughs> and I that have to say I was so stoked to hear Chris Lily and Jamae yeah. take it on but also it was sweet my sisters uh when that was really you know went to air they happened to be at a function that Chris Lily was at all right so they approached him and said hey we just want to we just want to make sure that were you taking the mickey out of Steph's song and Steph or did you actually love it and he was so sweet and he was like no we loved the yes. song
0: that's why we used it 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 was perfect for that scene with the teenage girls very funny. on stage at assembly. Like that is 100% what I would have done as a teenager at assembly. <laughs> Same. Um thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it was cool. It and, was really fun. And cuz I I have a kind of a little brother sister relationship with a pop music podcast called Pop Chops and we did a whole like neighbors special and we they were just loving up on all of those and yeah, I just think Whatever, everyone. It's it's cool. It's it's cool to like pop, and it's fine. It is like. so cool to like pop. I uh, no, I was proud of the record. I was
1: so lucky with the writers and producers. I mean, Max Martin. If anyone knows their music, um, yeah, he's as big as it gets. Really, here, yeah. he's worked with pretty much the best of the best, and um, he was, you know, he and Rami produced mistakes. So when you start off with that, you, you know, you're not going to make too many mistakes. Hopefully, are you going to do more? I hope to. It's funny, I. It's so a part of who I am and I had some unfortunate experiences. MTV Awards really caught me and, um, you know, the tall poppy syndrome thing in Australia tears me a little bit and I did have to take some time away Mm -hmm. to really – do the cliche? I had to grow up behind closed doors with no one watching, no one judging. Um, well, I how had, old
0: were you were? Like early twenties. Oh, I was a
1: baby. Yeah, I was well. I was seventeen when I first started on Neighbours. Wow, turning eighteen pretty quickly. And I finished when I was about twenty-two,
0: twenty-three. Yeah, that's tiny. It's pretty young. Um, Most of us are just like bumming around after high school at uni, like just you know doing. <laughs> getting bad marks on our uni assignments. And well, like, exa- I know. No one has so, to put that on the front page of anything. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one. And I definitely signed up to it, but I just don't think you're ready for so much of it. And um, yeah, music's so a part of me. It has been in my waters forever. It, it, it came first, if I'm honest, and the dancing and all of that. Yeah, I mean, I love all mediums and I do hope that it comes yeah. back. I've recorded and written a lot while I've been Ooh. in LA. And I do have some songs that I'm very... Uh, that are very close to my heart that yeah. I've written through some incidents over the t- over time. Ah. So I definitely, you know, never say never.
0: Yeah. Then all the neighbours peeps have got you. Like we'll we'll stream it. Actually, <laughs> I've got
1: such I've got to say um, on my social media, which isn't huge, but you know, just between Twitter and um, Instagram, I have such support. So I just want to say thanks to oh, anyone yeah. still on this day, many years later. Um, everyone's so sweet about the music thing. So it's it's really Excellent.
0: nice. Well, okay, neighbors. We're gonna talk neighbors because you've played you 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 originated like a um, legacy character now, Sky Mangle, and I didn't watch it from the beginning, neighbors. So I think Sky was like the first Mangle that I was (laughs) introduced to. You didn't know about (laughs) Joe. I wasn't into (laughs) Joe, and so okay, did you watch Neighbors as a kid? I do. Well, my sisters
1: are older, and of course, well. You know, my, I had a little connection with my brother yeah. being on it. Uh, Jason started back in the 80s with it. So <laughs> it was definitely, I guess you can say, my blood. And I did watch it. I had the girls, my older sisters had it on and I would see it. And um, ironically, Alan Fletcher, who of course oh, yeah. you all know is Dr. Carl, lived in my street oh, a few cute. doors down when I was like from 10 years old. Oh, so my God, Your
0: neighbor was a neighbor. My neighbor was a neighbor.
1: <laughs> and I, I actually got to go to set with him as a kid. And just oh. in awe. That was kind of the Brooke Satchwell, Jesse Spencer times. That was
0: primo Neighbours. And neighbors.
1: that's when it was on my visualisation board. I was like, oh my gosh, Neighbours, Neighbours, Neighbours. I want to be on Neighbours. Did and you I, have a visualisation board? Well, I I literally, ha- I mean, I yeah, my head. Oh,
0: okay. I was going <laughs> to say Oprah <laughs> style. Yeah, no, you? I did. Yeah. I, I used to
1: do all the pictures <laughs> and stuff and I was always very excited to think that I would be on Neighbours one day because... Um, Because of mainly Fletch taking me to set when I was 11. So
0: that's adorable. I guess
1: it kind of fit. Yeah, it started then. And okay,
0: so you get the gig. Did you have to like pause schooling or like just? I did, yeah.
1: Three auditions. um, And I did. I, well, I made a decision. I didn't have to. I'm a believer, though, and maybe a bit of a school <laughs> dropout, literally. I, you know, I was studying drama at school. Yeah. I was studying music at school. I, it's all I wanted to do yeah. after school. So I was halfway through year 12, or maybe a term through year 12 when I got the yeah. role, got given the role. And I just decided, listen, I've got to go th- for this 100%. I can't be 50% in my grades. I can't be 50% on set. Yeah. Let's just go for it. And if I need to finish school post-Neighbours, then I will, and mm. <laughs> I haven't, but well, you know. It's,
0: it's different for the arts. Like, my partner is a TV writer, and he did six months of drama school at uni, and then he got given a... There's a bus, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did six months at drama school, and then he got a writing job at 18, and dropped down and left. And That's it. he's never been back, and he worked his way up to senior producer... And he kept his big thing is he's been faking it as a journalist all these years, and because it's not like it's not like a vocation with the arts, you can kind of learn as you learn by doing. You
1: can. (laughs) I mean, for me, I was surrounded by it my whole life, and I was, um, you know, I was was working as a sort of. From a very early age professionally, and le- and had to go leave school a lot anyway for filming, yeah. so it was already a part of my day to day you know year to year sort of thing. And then when neighbors came along, that was obviously a big break. but um, yeah, you know some would say, "Oh, you only had two terms left, you could have finished, and then the other half of me was like, "No, nah, i just want I want to go football, and I mm-hmm. can always t- come back to the books. you know this yeah. was an opportunity
0: I just couldn't pass, and, and that's when the call came, so exactly, exactly yeah. yeah, okay, we have to get to some of the big sky storylines because I put the little call out on the Neighbours Council Facebook page and every, people have questions and it's going to be great because you were in one of the probably most iconic storylines <laughs> of all time. Yep. Sky and Lana. Yeah, the Sky first and Lana. lesbian kiss on Neighbours. On Neighbours and Australian television. <gasps> it was so great and and Oh yeah, he's letting it really rip. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a fan. And we just had I had a guest a few episodes ago, Snitch on Twitter, Beck, Rebecca Shaw. And she calls herself Australia's eighth favourite lesbian. And <laughs> she was talking about how that was a really important moment for her to see that. And she's wow. at, her best friend is Bridget, who was Lana. Oh, wow. Her best friend is her, Lana, Bridget's In sister. In real life? Yeah. Oh, wow. And she's saying she's never met Bridget because she's almost too nervous. Stop it. That is brilliant. <laughs>
1: She's like, I don't want to meet her because it was it had such an impact yeah. on her for yeah. such a positive way. Yeah, oh, that makes it that just is that makes me feel so happy.
0: <laughs> so, okay, what was that like when you got the script that that was coming up?
1: I was pretty nervous. Yeah, I have to admit. I mean, I was nervous because I wanted to do uh, Sky and the character and the show justice, and I was also nervous because obviously it was, um, it's you know it it's just a it's a challenging scene. Uh, especially when you have a, you know, a lot of crew and everyone oh, yeah. there. And also I wanted to do it justice for the audience and you know, for the LGBT community. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot of weight on it. And I think we, I think we held it really well. I think yeah. we were very delicate with it. I, I spoke pretty thoroughly to the writers around that storyline that this has to be authentic. It felt so
0: organic. Um, yeah.
1: And that I, I think we got there. I think we did it. And, and of course, not to mention the pressure of being the first kiss for the show ever. Uh, yeah. Same sex, I should yeah. say. And also the first same-sex kiss on Australian television. So there was a lot riding on it. that is huge. Um, So to say I was nervous is probably an understatement. But, you know, Bridget was so great to work with. Uh, We'd already had quite a bit of time together on set to really know each other and know how we were going to work it. And we talked about it. And um, sorry, guys, there's another truck. I chose a really good place. Sorry, my bad. I do remember getting a great great feedback from, from, you know, viewers and supporters of
0: the show. And people still mention it a lot because they've had a lot of um, gay male characters in the last few years on Neighbours. Right. And that's been really exciting and relation, gay relationships and that's been really cool. But everyone's like, what about the gay girls? Like, we haven't had any, like… Or, Since well, Sky and Lana. All bisexual girls. Like, we haven't really… We have Steph Scully's by now. Is she? It's amazing. I did not know this. It's it's been one of the best. It's been one of my favourite story decisions in the last few years. She came back from her stint in the mental hospital and prison and she's like, I love my psych nurse who's a lady. And we all applauded. It was so great. Wow. And and, um, so she's had male and female partners since then. Wow. It sounds quite edgy for neighbours. Yeah. But we people always reference Sky and Lana because they're like, where are the gay girls or neighbours or the bi girls? Like, we want more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also the thing about that, I think the storyline with that was
1: I'm not sure still to this day Skye is even, you know, gay or bisexual to say because obviously she left with Dylan and she's, I believe, still married with three kids. Exactly. Um, But I, I feel what was beautiful about that was that it just represents, you know, love in a very different way and it's broader way and that it was about the person yeah and that's you know that's what it, that's where it lay it wasn't about
0: everything else yeah it was the fluid it was fluid exactly <laughs> yeah and okay so i have questions can go I'm, for it that was one of the main ones about sky and Liner. Oh, okay friend of the show sarah jones classic question dylan or stingray <laughs> and or we can pair it with another question which was ben's gonna kill me Okay, we'll do another version of this, which is Laura Jane asks, shag, marry, avoid, stingray, Dylan, Lana.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, what is it? Shag, marry, marry, avoid. Avoid? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, wait, let's think about this. I'd probably probably marry Boyd. Oh, I forgot about Boyd. (laughs) Did you say Boyd? He wasn't on the list, but we'll whack him up. Oh, did you say Dylan, Lana or Boyd?
0: Dylan Timmons, though. Dylan Timmons, stingray, Timmons. Or Lana.
1: Oh, okay. Dylan. But let's, we can
0: put, put Boyd in there. We can make another category. We'll make a fourth category. <laughs> so marry Boyd.
1: Well, yeah, I'd probably marry Boyd. Yeah. Um, I'd probably avoid Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> as much as as much as much p- some people
0: are I'm appreciative. I'm staring.
1: It's been... I mean, he, I have to make a joke. And I guess that what? How do I tie that up with Lana and, and Dylan? I guess I would... Get in bed with both of them. Great. Perfect solution.
0: <laughs> Perfect. And because, yeah, so Sky, I love that, I do love the backstory of that they've continued it on. So Sky's living in Queensland. And I've heard
1: that. You, yeah. You came
0: back for the, the 30 I did. years. I did.
1: Well, in real life, I was like eight, nine, like nearly nine months yeah. pregnant. So they Skyped you so in. So I had to just do a Skype. Unfortunately, I was so bummed because of the timing. I, I was asked initially to come back for a month. Um, but my little babe was on her yeah. way. So we did, a, we did the Skype session with Harold. And, yeah, I'm still living
0: And you asked him to come life. come and look after the kids. <laughs> yeah. Did he? <laughs> yeah. He, he did. Oh, that's right, because you didn't see the other side of the Skype no, call. No, <laughs> I didn't. Not properly. But I love that. I wish they'd do that more with characters, past characters. Just Skype them in. Just, you know. Like, right. Yeah, just, see, why can't I just do that more often?
1: I would Skype from LA all the time yeah, if they wanted do me. do it,
0: guys. Because it makes it more real.
1: I'd also come home for another stint if they wanted yeah. Skype.
0: Oh. Get her back, guys. Get her um, back. It's
1: she's the greatest. I love her. She'll love because her to pieces.
0: I think I feel like that's when Neighbours is at its best when past characters can just breeze in and out, right? And just pop in and well, go. Well, it's
1: nostalgic, isn't it? Yeah, okay. it's a nice feeling for anything that you watch to have that character that you like grew up with. Yeah. You're like, oh yes.
0: What? Why are they ever going to get Jason back? Do you reckon?
1: I doubt it. <laughs> Doubtful.
0: <laughs> He's put a full stop. after Well, that. I mean, I. I don't know what happened with him did he do
1: anything for the anniversary I listen life's so different for him over there he's so busy working he's always singing he's always got so much going on he's got three kids my beautiful nieces and nephews he's doing a gig he's doing gigs he's
0: got a lot going on over there yeah Gemma if you could have been cast as any other character which would you choose
1: oh that's a great question one I don't think I've ever had before Um, if I could be cast as someone else on Neighbours who would it be
0: I was always obsessed with Flick Scully back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good one. Um, And now, of course, we have – oh, I was going to say we have her sister, but we don't. We have her real-life half-sister, Olympia Valance. Okay, Hayley. Oh, she's asking about how the Sky in Prison storyline was.
1: Oh, yeah, that was really – as an actor, it was so fun and so challenging and I got to really go there and, um, yeah, and do what we love and and really cherish that storyline. It was great. It was a tough one, obviously, because the character was so innocent.
0: Why did she go to prison again? She
1: went to prison um, because she was set up for murder of Terence. Yeah. And he bl- he basically manipulated her. Wow. She was in such a vulnerable place after Stingray died that she met this man, Terence, who started supposedly helping her get through the trauma and the pain, and he started telling her uh that he that he could
0: speak to stingray. Oh wow. Terence sounds like you might be right at home at the church over the road. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh yeah, basically I fell for it and I in in self defense she got the sugar jar from the coffee shop and knocked it across his head and then That's great. the storyline didn't finish there. I think she thought she did something and ran out. And then the I think the bat, Terrence's, like, girlfriend or wife on the show. And forgive me, listeners, I cannot for life me remember the character's uh, they'll name. They'll tweet us, don't worry. Um, but she then comes and finishes the job. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't go to prison. I do.
0: Because yeah. oh, um, of the sugar. Come on.
1: The sugar. It's all about the sugar, baby. Yeah. But, you know, such a great storyline for an actor. I, I, bathed, yeah. I bathed in it. Loved it. And uh, of
0: course, got free in the end. So that was a beautiful, beautiful ending. And on that high drama note, Matthew Rimmer wants to know about uh, how it was shooting the plane crash, one of the most dramatic moments in Neighbours' history. Yeah, it was when Paul took everyone for a vintage flight, and his evil son put a bomb on the plane.
1: Oh yes, that is so right. And I remember it. It was a great shoot. Um, Again, very challenging. We shot it in winter, so it was freezing, as always. But so much fun again, you know. It was just such a fun storyline to be a part of. I felt so excited that Sky was on it, <laughs> mainly because I could be a part of the drama. But And live. And live. I got to live. Uh, but I believe Dylan. I was worried about Dylan a lot back then. Um, and he got, he got caught saving old mate's life who tried to kill us. Good old Paulie Paul, but yeah, again, you know, two two separate versions as the character and actor. Um, so grateful that the character lived on and survived, and as the actor, I had a blast. It was the best. Yeah, and that's I think that's the thing. It's easier to come back if your characters lived. Yes, exactly.
0: And Ben wants to know who did you learn from the most back in the day?
1: Who did I learn the most from? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. Um, who did I learn the most from? Well, actually, Stefan Dennis is a big one um, who plays Paul. You know, having been there from the beginning um, and understanding the nature of uh, the machine that Neighbours is. Mm. And, you know, you have to give it to hair and makeup and everybody too because they they see everything. They're there the longest hours. You know, we all get to waltz in and out. Our hours are steady too, I can assure you, but it's different. You know, the crew work really hard. So I remember my dad, he's a producer and director, TV producer, director. And he said to me when I first started, you know, really, really take note from the crew and, and be their friend and, and, and listen to them. And I was like, okay. And I did. And it was the best advice because obviously act, act, the actors are great and you all have, you can workshop each other's storylines and all that, but... No one quite teaches you the way of a set like the crew. So I have fond memories of a lot of the cameramen. um, You know, they just teach you professionalism, which is, you know, number one on a show like that.
0: It's super – and it's super busy. It's a high-traffic environment, a set. Like I – so okay, real talk, I was an extra for a brief period of my (laughs) life. Love it. Did a bit of Neighbours in the era era that you were on – and I always, when people talk about the acting on Neighbours, I always use you as an example in Aww. one particular scene that I remember very vividly because I was watching off to the side and it was Boyd was in a coma. Yep, I remember. And the director asked you, you had an iPod with his songs, favourite songs on it, and you'd made a playlist and you had to, like, put the iPod, give him the iPod, and then the director said, walk around his bed. And by the time you get to the other side of the bed, you'll be crying. And you did it. Oh my god, like, I remember that. Like twice, and you just did it, bang, done. And it was amazing. And I just was—that was, that was the, one of the first times I'd ever seen up close a moment like that, a moment like that, be created. And just going, how can someone do that? And a lot of people think, oh, it would be fun to be an actor. I'd love to be an actor, whatever. And that was when I started going. Actually, not everyone. This not everyone can just do that. In, it's noisy. Everything's going on two seconds start crying like I'm very touched and humbled a coma. that you're
1: using <laughs> that as an example with me and um and that storyline but th- and thank you uh, yeah it is and it and it's it's a, it's an interesting one to tap into that for me with Sky like I definitely think storylines like that I do somehow know how to tap into quite it's there I can access it quite easily somehow but also for that one you know by that stage I'd been playing Sky for such a an a period of time that I she was just a part of me. Yeah. And then so there wasn't too much, you know, backstory or imagination that I had to use for those moments. But but the hardest part is the repetition. You know, when you've got cameramen trying to get their shoots, their stuff right, lighting director you know, you could have just done the perfect take, but if, if the boom microphone was in the way or lighting was in the way or did it wrong or whatever, then you're back to square one doing it all over yeah. again. And so, yeah, the repetition of something like a scene like that where you've got to, on cue, roll out the tears, that's, it is challenging and it's foc- you've got to focus and you're usually exhausted by the end yeah. of it.
0: Awesome. And, okay, finally, favorite, probably favourite hair moment of this guy.
1: Well, of course, I had the black and blue hair for so long. That was huge. I mean, I auditioned as a long blonde, got Ah. the role. My third audition, I remember... Um, the executive producer back at the time, Rick Palazzieri. he came up and tied all my hair off my face at the oh. end of the audition. And this third audition I had with Kyle who played Boyd and we had a chemistry read. And I'll never forget, he came up and he tied all my hair back and I was like, what? what is he doing in my hair? What is head? he doing to my beautiful hair? And then, of course, cut to two days later, I get told I got the ro- A, I get told I get the role. But B, I get told you have to cut <gasps> off all your blonde hair and we're going to dye it black and blue. Oh I, was, my God. I was like, I'm sorry, What? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure about that, but okay. And, of course, you know, it was the greatest thing for me. Maybe personally I was challenged a little, but for Sky, oh, my God, the best yes. thing that could have ever happened was starting off with black and blue hair.
0: It reminds me a bit of there's this video of Ariana Grande kicking around on YouTube when she just got gets the role on that um, Nickelodeon show, Victorious, yeah. and she's vlogging going, they have to dye my hair pink, and she holds up this, like, Gatorade <laughs> pink drink bottle and then for the whole whole time on that show, she was known as the pink-haired girl. Right. So I think
1: sometimes it helps if they... No, I think it helps so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it totally helps. I mean, it gave Sky a, a whole storyline over, peri- like, years. Yeah. You know? And she didn't just start off as anything. She had, she had opinions. She was yep. all about the causes she believed
0: in. And there was something cool and different about her. Excellent. That's why... Yeah, see, that's why... People still want to talk about it. Yeah, Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, well, I should, I should let you go. Should people come and chat to you on social media?
1: Always, <laughs> yes. Well, I'm a little slack with Twitter. Instagram I try, I try and keep up with. But, yeah, please, I'll always I, – when I do get on, I try and
0: interact. So, please, of your, course. Your Instagram is? Steffi McIntosh. Steffi McIntosh. Yeah. We'll tweet links out. Okay, beautiful. And We'll oh, find each other on Twitter. Yes. And thanks for showing me an LA cafe. <laughs> no problem. I hope it wasn't too <laughs> tricky for you to get here. I hope the, the man at the table next to us doesn't mind that we've just invaded No, the thing about invaded this cafe his space. in particular is it's very <laughs> creative.
1: It's a very Ooh. creative space, everybody. So Love it's a it. nice place for everyone to n- have no judgment, as I said at the start, and yeah, everyone's Excellent. sort of here doing that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Well all the best. Thank you. Thanks. So nice to meet you. <laughs> thanks for chatting to And neighbors. hello to everybody <laughs> out there and thanks for all the support from back then and now. Thanks, Steph. Bye guys. Bye. I can keep fighting this battle with you. I can hear words when you scream like you. Do.